And today is Wednesday, January 3rd, 2024, and this is episode 603 of the Lots Project Podcast, where we're defying norms and designing freedom. Today's episode is titled Settling In, and I'll be chatting about some of uh, some cool new products that uh, I was checking into yesterday. I'm going to be bringing back an old project uh, thanks to a community member and a little chat about that. Uh, we're going to lead off with some Epictetus and uh, some other stuff with settling into the new workspace and uh, some different routines and some new things I'm talking about or new things I'm trying. So uh, good morning. Good morning. Let's see what's going on over in the live chat. Sorry, I was just working on a little bit of uh, Albie stuff before uh, before the show and I got a little behind and forgot what was going on and then looked at the time. Uh, new routines, new surroundings, and things just uh, aren't quite right yet. Uh, good morning, uh, Rewilder Life. Thanks for swinging in. Gingerbread Farms, thanks for being in here. Hunter over on Twitch, as always. Uh, MSU Rifle, Backwoods Butcher, and Jim. Jim, do you want to? Um, do you want to uh, return your rabbit foot? I see Jim's question here. We'll start with that uh, real quick. Jim was wondering, what is the procedure to change a review and return an Etsy purchase? Oh, were you upset? I was busting balls yesterday about uh, about your order, even though it wasn't uh, wasn't your fault or anything you did that I was uh, I was upset with. It was all myself. Uh, if you want to change, if you want to return an order. I believe you go into your past purchases and there's an option to return depending on if the the vendor allows returns and then there should be a spot right there in that past purchases that you can edit review. I know I have people come back and edit reviews after the fact when their comfrey hasn't popped up in two days and they're upset about it. So there is that. I, uh, I imagine that is that is how you would go about that, Jim. Backwoods asks, when's the stripper pole going up? Have to hit all of the markets. Stripper pole. I don't know if there's enough room for a stripper. Well, without the table and the chairs in the, the main room, we might be able to do a stripper pole, but it all it would all be uh, low-flying stuff. It would no, not be any of the flipping upside down or uh, really cool pole dancing type of things because the, 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 the ceiling isn't even high enough in here. I don't even think Corey could, Corey could handle something like that. I definitely couldn't. Uh, Rachel from Rewilder Life yesterday did a, uh, a cartwheel and, and posted it in the in our Telegram chat as a New Year's tradition. And uh, I looked at that and went, <laughs> I uh, definitely, definitely, definitely was not going to be doing that. And I would, uh, and I wouldn't fit. Like if I did, tried to do a handstand in the trailer, I could probably maybe bend my knees and get it done. So that would be a very impressive uh, handstand with knees bent at a 90 degree angle. Mm, yeah. And I would hurt myself. I would hurt myself for sure. Um, let's get to the list. What is in the cup today? Today is a new bag and a actually a new routine. Uh, trying to up my coffee game. I, uh, I, yeah, Chris Dixon says, I went ouch. Yes, I went ouch for sure. <laughs> Pip says, you need to wheel me out, um, wheel me out in a cart if I tried that. Yeah. Oh, Jim, you were just joking. Okay. Yeah, no, it wasn't anything on you, man. It was, it was totally, um, just a misfire on, on my, on my part. And it's weird, like seven years, it's the first time. And it was probably because it was a uh, community member, and I didn't even didn't even think twice. Like there would a there's no reason for tracking in that scenario in my eyes because I was uh, more than willing to just send you another one if you didn't get it, and I trusted you. Uh, you know, because we're community members, I trusted you not to be like, "Well, fuck you, dude! I never got it," and uh, and request another one. So it, it's. It is what it is. 
it is what it is. It, it's just one of those uh, one of those things that I saw one day and I was like, what? Really? One one mess up in seven years and they're just going to tarnish my reputation. <laughs> uh, well, we're working on getting that back, uh, getting that back to good. So we'll hit that in the new year a little bit. Uh, but open a new bag of uh, of coffee this morning it's uh it's a super light um <laughs> rachel says here i was feeling bad i can't do flips anymore and you're all making me feel so young and vibrant well you are here at the the old old folks coffee club in the morning um <laughs> we uh we hang around at mcdonald's and sip our coffee because we have nothing else to do <laughs> We're all old and decrepit and and uh, sore. I I have that on my list actually for later. Um, I so good morning, Hagen Laundry. How are we doing? Gingerbread Farm says she was probably a cheerleader. She was a gymnast, dude. <laughs> I mean, so take a step ahead, take a step up. Um, uh, anyway, so I opened uh I opened a new bag of Colombian. And it's great. It's great. I, I'm a super big fan of light roast. If you haven't, if you haven't been able to tell, if you've listened to the show, but I had a, um, I had a super light, uh, a super light uh, Colombian that was like kind of a bonus half pound. And it's, it's, it's good. I, I topped it uh, or I opened it up this morning. But I've been trying to adjust my morning routine to make my coffee better. Um, I talk about how good Food Forest Farms is. I talk about how good French press is. I talk about hand grinding. I talk about fresh grinding. Um, good morning, Blakesley Acres. How are we doing? And it's phenomenal. I'm not, I'm not saying that it's, that it's anything short of, um, high end premium, but the other day I was talking about something on the show about hand grinding it and smelling it and morning routine. I don't know if it was on the show or in a chat or something. And Brian, uh, Brian poked his nose in and said, Hey, um, you're on the right track trying to time your grinder and your water being ready at the same time. He said that uh, if you remember from all your coffee education, um, 90 seconds after it's ground, it loses a significant amount of the oils and aromas. So I was like, okay. And I sat there and I washed one day and basically I start my, um, I start <laughs> I um <laughs> uh, he um so I started timing it and so I start my water I start the teapot we start the teapot on the on the stove and then I would um, I would always weigh the coffee in the grinder. It would be ready to go. I'd start the water, and then I would grind the coffee. And so the the coffee only takes a man like a minute, a minute or more to to grind up. And so I was grinding, and then I'd stand there and wait for uh, wait for the water to um, to get to temp, uh, which isn't boiling, guys. If you're doing it on teapot. Uh, let it boil and then let it cool down a little bit. You want about 200 to 205. Uh, so I would grind it and then it would sit on the counter and I'd start doing other things and I would start working on the computer. And I realized it was like three or four minutes at least, at least uh, till the water was ready. I would come over, make the cup of coffee, pour the water in. So pour a little bit of water in the bottom of the French press, pour the grounds in. And then top it up and uh, and let it sit for four minutes. So it was always fantastic. I watched the bloom um, on the uh, the first the first grind out of a of a new bag. Did the bloom in the in the French press was phenomenal. The smell was great. But when I had mentioned trying to line those up, he's like, "Do it, and you, you will you will you will be able to tell the difference." So yesterday I started trying to figure it out. 
Um, I tried to start to figure it out. And uh, so I started timing like how long it took. And then this morning I was timing the water. I was a little preoccupied with some other stuff, but I was timing the water and I'm getting closer and no shit guys, no shit. It tastes better. Now it's a new bean today. It's a new bag. It's a new bean. It's uh, it's something I really, um, it was really, really, um, something that I prefer. I really prefer the light Colombian, uh, uh, yeah, backwards. If you put the little water in before the grinds and the grinds sit on top and when you pour the next water in, it like tumbles it. Uh, instead of the grind sitting on the bottom and then like sticking like a cake to the bottom. And I don't know if that's more um, more the fact that it's easier to clean out or the fact that it just uh, it just keeps it from pucking up in the bottom. I don't know. I don't know. Just something I always did. It also gives uh, takes off a little bit of the, a little more of the temp when uh, when I'm pouring it into the French press. But, you know, it's a new it's a new bag of beans. So this is just a trial. It's going to be a while. It's going to be a while. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh wow! Um, it's going to be a while before I can play this out, and and I'll I'll try it throughout the whole half of home. But I'm going to really try to dial that into where probably I'm still grinding when the teapot whistles a little bit, and I might even see what the temp is if I start grinding when the teapot whistles because that's uh, two twelve. And I need it to come down to like 202-ish. Um, maybe I can let the water grind and then just, or water boil and turn it off and let it sit while I grind. And maybe I can just like really nail it immensely fresh. I don't know. I don't know. We will see. We'll see. But <clears throat> trying to up my coffee game. Rachel, uh, Rachel says she's going to pick one up pick up one of those grinders. James said, I just sent him one. Yeah, I felt bad. Um, I think, I think that whole scenario went down as you ordered coffee from Brian, uh, through me, you wanted it ground and it came whole bean. And I was like, well, that fucking sucks. And, uh, so I shipped you out a grinder, Rachel. I think they're like $8. They are, uh, definitely affordable, but I do, I do understand, uh, recovering from Christmas property theft and quarterlies or property taxes and quarterly taxes and theft. Um, and she also asked if I tried a raw egg, a raw egg yolk in coffee. I haven't, I have seen that a lot and I, and I've wondered what that is. Um, plantar fasciitis. So if I can talk about plantar fasciitis today, <laughs> that's uh that's a sore, that's a sore subject at the moment. <laughs> Uh, Bagwoods Butcher says, man, I can tell you don't have kids so much thought into this, uh, thought into my coffee, just trying to make my morning more enjoyable. Maybe because you have kids, you should put some focus on that and tell the kids, this is daddy's, this is daddy's happy time. So you go kill each other in another room. Uh, I'll be with you in five minutes. <laughs> Um <laughs> oh my god, this is great. This is great. Uh anyway, so that is uh that's where I'm going with my coffee game. Uh so I started, I said yesterday, so I'm starting I, I started to get a daily stoic email from the daily stoic if you want to try that out, if you want to um Rewild or like Rachel, are you saying that um hydration helps hydration helps plantar fasciitis? Why is the screen bouncing? Oh my god. <laughs> I thought we I thought I uh I thought I, I I took care of that now. Uh hold on guys, there's gonna be earthquake. Norman's itchy. Anyway, I um uh, anyway, I started getting the daily stoic um podcast uh i i haven't listened to the podcast yet but i started getting their daily email and it, i like it i like it and and it's uh it's a write-up recently the last couple of days since i got it he's really been pushing his new year's his new year's program he was selling uh it was like 90 to 20 day stoic or something like that 
Um, and, and so I signed up and I was like, oh, I can unsubscribe if I want, but I was just looking to get something, something cerebral daily to, um, to focus on, to kind of have sitting there in the back of my head. And stoicism is, is a a pretty, pretty dang thing, good thing to have rattling around in the brain, uh, during the day. So I get this email, I get it at, uh, I don't know, midnight or something. And I realized that I want to, I want to definitely have the time to think about it before I talk about it on the show or even just journal about it or whatever. So I've, I've delayed reading today's email till after the show. Well, yesterday I read it and there was a great quote in there. Of course, I think he's going to have at least one or two quotes in there. If he doesn't, then, uh, uh, then I'm kind of screwed when I go to talk about it the next day, but I thought I would bring it around. Um, I thought I would bring it around at the beginning and just, just kind of mention it. Maybe it'll be an in-depth in-depth thought-provoking uh, conversation between us all. Maybe I will just hit it and quit it. We don't know. Uh, but today, uh, we're talking Epictetus. And he said, he said, how long are you going to wait before you demand the best for yourself? Easy question. Easy question. Chris Dixon says, the Daily Stoic ebook is on sale right now, too. It's definitely worth a read. Awesome. Awesome. So now we are talking about books about plantar fasciitis. This is great. I'm going to end up needing a moderator over here, Kyle, <laughs> if you can pull away from your kids and make some good coffee in the mornings. Uh, anyway, Epictetus says, and, and Pip, I did, um, I did get the name right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Epictetus. Um, how long are you going to wait before you demand the best for yourself? And I, I looked at that and I was like, wow, that's an easy question. <laughs> that's an easy question. Um, Pip says, simple question, but not exactly easy. No, it's not. It's not easy, especially when you you think about how many times you didn't answer the question. Or ignored it. Or ignored it. Um, how long? I'm hoping that not long for myself. I I know I I know the point is not to say that you're hoping. <laughs> you're hoping. You need to demand. You need to demand the best for yourself. Uh, why don't we demand the best for ourselves? Why are we okay with mediocrity? or less than our best. And I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Kyle's Kyle's going to volunteer to be a moderator and Jim Jim says he has to be nice to him now. You don't have to be nice to him. You know, I'm not going to be. I'm not going to be. So anyway, guys, I just think about that for a while. I really I really think uh like Pip said, simple question, very very um not simple answer especially when you start thinking about why and why you haven't so far in your life i think once you flip that switch and you just demand demand the best for yourself i think things change maybe convenience hunter says convenience yeah you nailed it you nailed it how bad do you want it if you're demanding the best for yourself you want it pretty bad you're demanding that's that's that be all and end all so convenience um convenience gets thrown out the window i think at that point but i definitely think convenience laziness and um and the fact that getting by is okay the daily grind the getting by is is okay <laughs> Morning, K-Bonk. How are we doing? Epictetus this morning. How long are you going to wait before you demand the best for yourself, K-Bonk? Hit you with a hammer on the way in the door. <laughs> Pip, Pip is in his wheelhouse right now with the stoicism hitting in the morning. And uh, he says, be lenient with others and strict with yourself comes to mind. 
Yeah, I really, um, I really dig this um, Gary Vanderchuk. Um, Gary Vanderchuk has been putting up a, a meme for a while. Good morning, Clyde. How are we doing? Uh, uh, putting up a meme for a while that uh, said, don't want to be disappointed, have no expectations of others. And that's another simple one. And I don't know if that comes from stoicism. I, I mean, that very well could. Uh, he's, a, he's a very learned fella. But, um, but don't want to be disappointed, have zero expectations of others. Gingerbread says Kbok already has his stuff together. I don't know. Kbok might might disagree. I, I think we all always have um, always have room for improvement. So I don't know. You can't control others, and we you go down these simple thoughts and you rationalize them. You're like, well, that really that really um, that really makes sense because I can't control others, and when I do, my life falls apart, and this and that. And then we're like, man, they really disappointed me. Well, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, Chris Dixon says, I've said that my whole adult life been raked over the coals for that mentality too. Well, Chris, I think you need to start a wine tasting or whatever, whatever Gary V did at the beginning there. <laughs> I think it worked out for him. I think it worked out for him. Uh, I think you're doing pretty good, Chris. I really enjoy your commentary on on most things. So uh, I think you're doing just fine. And uh, being raked over the coals isn't always a bad thing in this world. So anyway, we'll move on. We'll move on. I really, I really like thinking about that yesterday. And it was, it was kind of intentional. Like it was my intention was just to get it stuck in the back of my head. And as I was doing, you know, mundane things, washing a few dishes or cutting up firewood or whatever, it was just kind of spinning back there. It was just spinning back there. James says, well, you can control others, but then you go to jail unless you are the government, a government or a few other people. Um, yeah, yeah, we'll we'll go on from there. But having that quote stuck in the back of the head. Um, and now I'm, uh, I'm excited to get done with the show, get done with dog walk, sit down and open my daily stoic. So Chris Dixon says the ebooks on sale. I, um, might have to look into that. I was really, um, if I had found this probably a month or two ago, I would have probably dove into his, um, his program his uh his short beginning of the year program i'm sure he does it more than once a year it's it's it sounds like it's a pretty pretty standard thing but the new year new me uh program looked uh looked fascinating looked fascinating uh all right what else is on the list here guys uh so yesterday yesterday <laughs> So we're settling into our new uh, our new setup. Settling into our new setup. If you saw the if you saw the um, the thumbnail from today, uh, the title is settling in. And if you th if you saw the YouTube thumbnail, you saw Clyde pretty much pretty much um, passed out in my bed, and that's right here next to me, like right there you can see him sometimes jumping up on the bed uh on the camera so far this morning uh but passed out totally comfy back and forth in the bed uh and that is not necessarily a huge change k-bonk says is there a link missed the conversation what uh what are you looking for a link for my man i'm sure i can get it for you uh anyway so clyde clyde was kind of settling in super comfortable in here now that he's got company uh the way it was it was for a while so Corey's got bedroom in the back i got bedroom up in the front of the camper and we had our combined workspace living room uh daily functioning room right in the middle well the doors are open so when we would sit at the table you could peek in and see um see in my room and you could also see in Corey's room. So you could see the beds and you could see what dogs were where. And we kind of monitor, monitored them walking around the camper where they laid. Sometimes they would lay next to us in the, in the big main room. 
Uh, the new year, new you. Oh, um, that's Daily Stoic. Um, just just Google the Daily Stoic and sign up for his email list or uh, peruse the website. You'll see it. You'll see it. It's like a 30-day or a 90-day uh, daily uh, workshop or workbook or something for uh, based around Stoicism. Anyway, so we monitored this. And then at night, at night, 100%. Clyde is in bed with Corey. Um, in in um, in cuddling with her, I don't know. They keep each other warm. Like he shivers, she shivers. I don't know. Uh, the other dogs kind of. Norman started to lay with my uh, lay with Corey, and and Walter kind of is like a loner. He likes to stay on the cool floor and not up in the beds. So this was kind of the routine forever. Uh, and then Clyde, all of a sudden, a couple of weeks ago, started spending more time in my bed during the day. We would peek in and he would pass out in my bed and he would sleep there for a little while. And then he would go in uh, and back into Corey's room and then he would come and lay next to her. Well, the other day when we moved the desk, now Corey's right next to her bed in the back. Um, the rooms aren't that big. And then I am right here next to, to next to mine. Well, guess who decided to spend the majority of the day in my room yesterday? Corey's number one. Corey's number one. Silky boy, uh, Clyde. We call him Silky boy because he's got uh, no fur like the the big furry bears. But he uh, he spent quite a bit of time in here. And, and I think Corey was a little upset about it. You know, she was she was feeling pretty down about it. And uh, I was glad that he he ended up sleeping with uh, with her last night and staying warm and everything probably probably got rectified last night and we'll probably go through it again today. But maybe he got the picture. I had a stern talking to him. I had a talking to him last night when we went out to uh, to have good night, uh, good night outside time. And uh, I told him how how sad his mom was that that he didn't spend a lot of time with her. And I think he understood. I think he understood. Hagen Laundry said it must have been a three dog night. No, nah, it was. Uh, it wasn't bad here last night. It was only down into the thirties, I think. Good morning, Canadian Farmstead. Good morning. How are we doing? Um, Car oh, K Bunk says Carbon. His his dog discovered a wool blanket. Yeah, the, man, they find their things, don't they? And K he says it's like a magnet for him now. James said earlier, I have too much to think too much time to think, think too fast and end up in a downward spiral. Yeah. Um, that is one of my intentions this year. One of my things that, um, that I really am focused on is slowing down. Carbon's a dog. <laughs> um, it's slowing down. It's being intentional in those thoughts. And, and, and I'm not there yet by any means. <laughs> it's only the third day of the year, but I'm, I'm trying to slow down. I'm trying to take time to set my phone down and just stop. I'm trying to, um, I'm trying to not have multiple things whipping around in my brain at the same time. And I talked about it with uh, Rob Kaiser in our, our chat we had uh <clears throat> in our chat we had the other night he ended up posting it as a uh, exclusive uh, exclusive conversation for his patreon members uh we had a conversation about doing less better uh doing less things and the end result being overall better uh doing less mediocrity and doing a few things fantastic and how to intentionally go about figuring out what those things are. <laughs> K-Bok is a woman. <laughs> K-Bunk says he only uses phone for Bitcoin and stupid apps for uh, machines. I am, I am definitely 
definitely trying to get away from the phone. Uh, that is on my list for this week is to go through and purge my phone completely. Um, purge my, purge my phone completely. Rachel says, uh, Rachel Rewiler says having, having a notebook with me at all times helps. It used to be me. When I met Corey, you can ask her when I met her, um, and a long time after I met her, I had piles upon piles of notebooks. Uh, everything got written down and everything got um everything got processed at least a little as i wrote it down uh i didn't get to everything but at least it was more than a digital type 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 done i had to take out a pen i had to write it i had to read it i had to be able to read it i made sure i could read it i took a little bit of notes on it i expanded on it but it wasn't immediate phone um phone and james says i'm a squirrel yeah you pick up your phone i type that note in and then something uh something pops up something pops up a notification or something pops up and uh squirrel whoo shiny thing so really going to that um going to that notebook having that notebook here uh, i'm trying out a different couple different styles of one i'm going to want to keep in my pocket one i'm keeping on my desk but I think the phone is going to get put to bare bones. I talked last week about uh, I'm enjoying getting better at spades and dominoes. And like legit, I might keep a couple of games on there just for intentional game time. Like intentional time to sit down, pick up the phone, uh, check this or that, and um, and play a couple, uh, play a game put a timer on it and then set it down and get back to my thing. Like legit go back to a life where I was taking, um, taking a break away from things. Rewilder life says, right as rain notebooks are outside. I've seen waterproof notebooks. Um, I was looking into some seed phrase stuff, uh, some seed phrase storage and they had some, they had some uh, waterproof paper that was interesting to me. It was very interesting to me. Hang a laundry says problem with journaling is what if you croak? Who gives a shit at that point? <laughs> what what difference what difference does it make if you're dead? <laughs> I'd be like, ooh, they're gonna find out all your naughty secrets after you're gone, and what's gonna happen? What's gonna happen? Anyway, anyway, yeah, that that uh, that waterproof that waterproof stuff seemed really cool. Mm. Sorry, can't uh, can't get away from that. Um, K Bonk, were you looking on this the Stamp Seed or the uh, yeah Stamp Seed site? I'm I've been talking to Stamp Seed. They are uh, on super low inventory. And so they're not accepting any new affiliates, uh, getting back with them in a month or so, and hopefully get to get signed on with them. That is a really cool setup. Uh, but then again, yesterday, uh, that leads right into what I was doing yesterday. I got, uh, I got digging into some things. Uh, I really like this. I like the Jade relation. I like the relationship I've had with, um, with Jade so far, uh, it's, it's been growing. I, I really like the product. I think they're a great company as far as, or as far as talking to them. Side note, K-Bonk, I, uh, I'm in a conversation with their um, tech support about the batteries and we've been having a tough time communicating what I actually am asking. Uh, he said, if the battery fails in the Jade, uh, you can run it direct on power, uh, direct on power through a usb cable so uh through the through the um the the normal power cable you can just direct plug it in even if the battery isn't holding charge it will direct run off the power source so uh he said if that isn't an option if that's not convenient enough then you would have to order a new device i followed up with the question of if you fully charge it turn it off and put it into a safe how long before it goes dead and what happens when it dies, if it if it retains information 
uh, or if it needs to be recovered like a new device. That's the new question coming out. But yes, if the battery fails on the device, it does work with a uh, direct plug-in. If that helps, if that helps. But anyway, uh, love Jade, love Jade. And so I started looking in that space. Um, I started looking in that space for other products. And that's how I, I came across the, the stamp seed. Um, and yesterday I went down the road of coin kite and I don't know if you know, um, I don't know if you know about coin kite. It's just another, it's another crypto company. They make crypto, uh, gear, hardware, hardware wallet, um, the, the cold card, uh, Kiriaki and I were talking and she, she, she actually spurred the next thing on my list too, but we were talking and she had, uh, she was interested in getting a cold card and a Jade and we got talking about cold card and I had looked at them and I was turned off at the beginning because, uh, Jade wrote me right back. Blockstream wrote me right back and, uh, went to town with that, but I'm interested in exploring other options. Uh, and when I went to their site, I was excited to see that they had more than just hardware wallets. And I found some products on the CoinKite page, and I'm not an affiliate with them yet. I don't, um, I don't get, I don't get any commissions on this yet. Hopefully, uh, hopefully I hear back from them soon. It sounds like the cold cards are on a two to three week uh, shipping delay, also. So they're kind of low in inventory. Um, which is good. I mean, it means people are buying them, which is, is good unless their production super slow, which is not good. Um, but I got really interested in comparing, contrasting with the Jade, with the with the cold card. And I was like, that'll be good. That'll be good. But I really don't know if I, if I need to be splitting attention between two of the same type of product. Like, I'm going to promote Coke and Pepsi. But... K-Bong says, I want several backups. I do too. I do too. That's that's the cool thing. But as I was exploring their page, I got way more interested in two of the products they have on their page. And today I'm going to bring them up. And I think I'm going to start doing this more on uh, on the video feed because I really want to grow this. I'm going to keep it relevant for the audio audience, but I'm going to probably bring some stuff up uh, from time to time. I found two products that I, I am hoping that I can gain affiliate status with uh, CoinKite because I want to sell the shit out of these. Uh, the first one I'm going to bring up here is called the Open Dime. Uh, I don't know if you guys have seen this. I I feel silly that I hadn't been to the CoinKite site yet and checked these out. But Open Dime, Open Dime, these things are pretty cool. What this is, is basically a paper wallet <coughs> on a USB drive. Uh, you can see a picture there. I think on the screen, I got to switch back and forth. But you can see here, it's the size of um, basically a couple dimes. It's a little... Um, it's a little USB drive that basically you can load Bitcoin on and hand it to someone here you go here you go um there's a security seal on it basically i watched a video uh on on how it works it's a it's a resistor in a hole there's a resistor in line there's a hole with a seal and if you want to remove the bitcoin if you want to send it to a wallet that you can use if you want to send it someplace that you want to, uh, if you want to spend it, if you want to add it to a different wallet, you break the seal, you push, uh, you push something. Hey, good morning, Norman. Um, <laughs> you want to say hi? <laughs> you you break the seal, you push the resistor out, you push the resistor out, and it changes it. It changes it to be able to be accessed now. So this is the scenario I see. It's a great thing for Christmas gifts. It's a great thing for onboarding. It's a great thing for giveaways. Basically, you buy the Open Dime. And it's a great thing like a piggy bank is what they say too. Um, you buy the Open Dime. You plug it into your computer. 
you get the receive address. Uh, you can you can send as much as you want to it. You can continually send to it. You can't access it. You can't remove it until you break the seal. So just like a piggy bank, you keep putting in, you keep stacking, you keep DCA and you keep doing whatever you, whatever you want and you fill this thing up and you can't access it until you break it, until you break it, until you push that resistor out and then it becomes a send only, I believe. I believe it becomes a send only at that point once the resistor is gone. I have to check in more. I was just kind of really excited about looking at it yesterday. But basically, you push the resistor out, you plug it into your computer, and a QR code comes up. You scan that, and you import that into another wallet, and it pulls it off there. Yeah, K-Bonk says, orange pill, open dime. Yes, yeah. So this is really cool. It comes with, a, you can print out like a little sheet, uh, giving people instructions if you give it to them as a gift. Uh, this could be an emergency emergency stash of Bitcoin. Um, it's really cool. It's a really cool idea. I want to look more into it. I, I mean, if I get a, if I get a, a affiliate status with them, I'll definitely dive in. Um, but that is so. That's one of them. That was one of the products, and very similar product. I'm going to pull up here in just a second. Is um, is called the Sat Card. Share, share, share. Sorry, guys. Um, Gingerpin says, how can it be send only? Public keys can always receive. Yeah, but then the private keys are exposed. That's the whole thing. And I guess it doesn't become send only. You wouldn't want to send more to it. So the next one is the SAT card, and it's very similar. Basically, it's a paper wallet. Basically, it is a paper wallet. And I didn't, um, I didn't ding, um, I didn't dig in too much of the SAT card, but it seems like a similar, uh, similar functionality of, um, basically a Bitcoin gift card. And it's physical Bitcoin. You put it on there, you hand it to somebody, um, and there it is. There it is. Hang Laundry says, I have to update my Trezor and all nervous about it. I haven't been procrastinating. I can't help you with a Trezor. I'm sorry. I can't help you with the Trezor. Um, Hunter says you don't know if you can add to it the the uh, SAT card. I believe you can. I uh, I'm not sure. I'll have to look into it. But this is another this is another orange pill. Uh, a great orange pill tool that you can. Um, that you can send or you can give to people. You can load it. You can give to people. You can give them away. Uh, they have an awesome bunch of different designs on the site. So I'm excited. I'm hoping to hear back from CoinKite. I might, I might drop them another email and be like, Hey, um, don't worry about the cold card. Eventually maybe we'll, we'll talk about that, but I'm interested in, in digging into these, um, these orange bill tools, these, um, these things that, that can really, get people excited um get people excited uh chris dixon says it's funny how bitcoin is global but very little of this translates internationally CoinKite is uh canadian um K-Bong says somehow Jack uh, Jack Mahler from Strike went to zero fiat, 100% Bitcoin. Didn't say how he was paying bills, though. Um, maybe a new product for Strike. Uh, I don't know. You can you can easily... Um, I mean, at some point, he's got to go fiat if they don't accept Bitcoin for whatever he's paying bills for. But um, what about like the Bitcoin company and where you can buy Visa gift cards. You can buy, uh, you can buy Fiat stand in with Bitcoin. I don't know. I don't know. I'll have to dig in. Jack Mahler is pretty interesting character for sure. For sure. 
but yeah, so I'm excited about CoinKite. I'm excited about the the Open Dime and the Sat card. Those are pretty cool, uh, pretty cool things I want to want to get into. Um, all right, so let me grab my list. Let me grab my list. K Bong says I think full prepaid debit cards. Yeah, I mean, eh, yeah, there there's got to be somebody out there is doing it. I mean, somebody out there has got to be doing it. And and um uh Mahler would be the one to to make his own way to do it. Uh one last thing I was looking at yesterday. <coughs> so I was pulling up stuff doing Amazon reviews or doing pulling up items to do uh those Amazon influencer reviews on and some stuff I just wanted some stuff that was kind of cheap uh not cheap but inexpensive uh multiple sales sell a lot of them type of stuff um gingerbread says freedom cell guy did that early blank on his name john bush john bush lived on bitcoin yeah but he he exchanged it for other things i mean it was way early yes it was way way early it was john bush he lived in a in a bus with his wife uh and lived on um Hanging Laundry says, can I leave links for those in the description? Uh, the coin kite, the coin kite stuff, the open dime and the, and the sats card. Yeah, I can. Oh, wonderful. Wonderful. Hunter asked, whatever happened to sale Mayweather? Go on Twitter. He's on there all day, every day. <laughs> He's, he's there. He's there. Uh, but anyway, I was looking for stuff to do, um, to do Amazon influencers videos on. And, uh, so I was looking at the, the, the Gerber EAB, which I love. I was looking at the Streamlight Stylus Pro, which I've loved. I, um, and the grinder and the grinder. That's right. I'll, uh, I'll mark that down. The grinder, I need to get links in the video description for the grinder and uh, coin kite. I will get those in the description and also in the Telegram group. Uh, hold on one second, guys. I want to make sure I don't forget that. Things get uh, crazy around here after the show. <laughs> and I forget about stuff. Uh, anyway, so the Stylus Pro, been carrying it for a long, 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 long time, uh, probably before we bought the farm, so long time, uh, been not the same one, I think I've had two, maybe three, just because I've lost them, not because they broke, but I really love it, I really love the Stylus Pro, so I went to the Amazon listing to get a link to see if they had videos on there already, what kind of style videos they were, and I, um, I found out something cool. I knew that they made the mini. I knew they made the, the mini one. I knew they made rechargeable ones. I'm old school. I go with the AAA battery, uh, the AAA battery flashlight, Stylus Pro. Uh, it's perfect. 100 lumen. It works for me. But when I went to the site, I got, I was like, oh, look at this. They now offer a 350 lumen. And this might've been forever, guys. Don't, don't make fun of me if this has been around. I, that's how often I have to buy one. That should say something. I'm not searching for this very often because I never buy them because they don't break. Um, they offer a 350 lumen model and a 400 and is a 450 or 400 um, the UV, uh, a UV model. Um, I think it was 400 nanometers is the is the unit of measure i don't know I, this the this tab's gone but yeah they offer a uv and a uh and a more lumen a 350 lumen version of the streamlight stylus pro the two bigger ones are only available in rechargeable and that doesn't um that doesn't surprise me i think the 100 lumen lasts on the the AAA a, a really good amount of time and uh, I think to to bump that up to be um, Dixon says 100 lumens in a pen light in your pocket. And probably I probably got it around 2000, um, 2005. 
<laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. And uh, but yeah, I think they have to be rechargeable because that would that would probably drain those AAAs pretty quick. But I don't know if I really want to go to that rechargeable, but it might be worth a try picking those up. And those actually are a little more expensive. Those got up into the 50, um, 55 bucks, I think, for those rechargeable and a little brighter ones. But man, I never I have never been lacking for more light when the stream light was an appropriate light to use. So if I had to use it for something, it, um, it's definitely, it definitely was enough light. I don't think I've ever went to use it in, uh, when I was, uh, working on gas dispensers in the dark, um, working in the barn at the farm, uh, you know, anything in the, in the dark where I was like, oh, I need, I need my little pen light. Uh, and I wasn't wearing a headlamp or going to get a substantial flashlight. I don't think I've ever wanted more. Um, I don't think I've ever wanted more light. I mean, you could always use more, but I don't think I've ever felt like I needed more. Uh, Hanging Laundry says uses UV for a flashlight. It, well, it's a UV model. Let me see if I still have the, the tab up here. I, don't, I think I might have closed it. I was looking at it this morning. Do, do, do. Yep, there it is. Hold on one second, guys. I'll bring it up. Uh, anyway, while I bring that up, I was uh, I was talking to Kiriaki yesterday about... Here we go. About the coin kite stuff. And we got talking about uh, seed phrase storage. Yes, Chris Dixon and Gingerbread nailed it. I, he says, I like the way that it's small enough to hold in your teeth or clip on your hat. Yeah, with the backwards, flip the clip around. That that was going to be in my review for sure. Um, why is that like that? What is going on here? Interesting. Interesting. Anyway, yeah, it looks like a UV. It's It's purple. It's It's purple. I don't know. I haven't tried it out. I imagine, I don't know if it's uh, white and UV. I don't know if it's meant for night or um, I know UV is sometimes is used for sterilizing. I don't know if that's the, that's the right wavelength of UV to do anything like that, but there it is. There it is. I will, uh, I can drop, there is a link for that listing in the video description already hanging laundry. If you want to check them out, they're all in the same listing. You can get the different options. You choose what you want once you go there. So um, anyway, I was talking about the coin kite stuff and seed phrase storage and, 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 uh, and, sh and Kiraki sent me a link for a video on stamping your seed phrase on washers. And so I, so I, um, was telling her that a community member, a listener had printed me a jig at some point to do this very thing. Uh, basically it's a, uh, here it is, right? Anyway, it's a little 3d printed jig. Uh, basically the washer goes inside, you put this and you can move that around and make it look all pretty and nice. Uh, and you, and you hallmark your, uh, seed phrase into the washer. Well, when I got it, my particular hallmarking set was too big to go through the hole. Um, the, the uppercase letters and the numbers were very large. Uh, and then the lowercase letters would go through, but they were hanging up. And I was like, well, I should probably revisit that. And she's like, well, don't you have a small file that you could, you could just like make the hole a little bigger if it's just hanging up and do them all in lowercase. And I was like, well, shit. Well, shit interesting i was like i should probably read so i dug it out of the i dug it out of the container that had um i dug it out of the the container that had the hallmark set and the and the um the jig and there you go there you go uh hanging laundry says use a drill they're square 
I need to I need to make this hole that square hole just a little bit bigger. There's just a little bit of a ridge, and I don't know if and it feels like the ridge might be on the on the stamp itself, <clears throat> not on the jig. But I need to uh, I need to just rasp it off. And I was thinking, and I was like, you know what? For some reason, some odd reason, I kept a bunch of mini files when I downsized all my tools for one unknown reason. I think just because they were small and they fit in a pocket of a bag that I had empty. Uh, so I got to get those. I got to dig them out. I remember I kept them and I remember looking at them going, I probably will never use these, but you never know. You never know, especially with all the metal and stuff that uh, you deal with on the camper maybe a loose edge or something, but I kept all these little mini rasp files and I think that uh, one will fit in there. So if I can get it, uh, get it smooth enough and I can get it to work, I'll definitely be picking up some washers and uh, doing a video on how to do the, the poor man's DIY, um, poor man DIY seed phrase stamp. So. Uh, K-Bong says, I think it might be easy to print one for your stamps. Um, well, I said when I got it, I, I tested that out and I asked and they said that was the only file really. And it's so close. It's, it's so, so close. Jewelry files, jewelers files. Yeah. I think that's the uh, Chris Dixon says that's what, um, that's what I was thinking. And I don't have a printer. That's true. That's true. So it is very close. It like actually slides through and then it just hangs up. And I'm guessing if I just put it where it hangs up and hit it with uh, hit it with the, the hammer, it would probably just smooth it off. But I'm going to take with it, take a file to it and see what happens. And um, Gingerbread Farm says it can be adjusted in the windows. All right. Well, I'll see if it works. I'll see if it works. And um and we'll figure it out. I'll get this to work. I, I'm pretty sure yesterday I was messing around with it. I just didn't have time to go dig out the files, but I think I think this will work. I think this one will work and it'll be pretty fun. And then I can let you guys know, go ahead and print them up. And anybody that wants to buy one, I'll send them to all you folks with these 3D printers. And you can make a little, make a little something, something. I got I gotta send all all the business that my my main man wants that uh, originally printed it, but uh, we will we will see. Uh, moving forward, what kind of demand there is for it? But it looks like a pretty, pretty cool little process. I think, uh, I think the video will get a, a decent amount of views. <laughs> Gingerpin says K Bonk is way better than me to work with. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, what else do I got here? I don't think much, and we're coming up on the end here. Let me see if there was anything left on my list. Uh, I think, uh, I think that's about it. And we're wrapping up here on an hour. If you guys got anything else you want to bullshit about, drop it in the chat real quick. And we can talk about that today. Today is uh, definitely got to go get firewood day from uh, Jamie over there at off grid ping. I'm going to go hang out, see him, uh, talk to him about some stuff and uh, grab some firewood because it's been chilly here in the evenings and the next few nights it's going to be down in the 20s so we will be rolling fire uh pretty much 24 7 for four or five days in a row i asked Corey this weekend i was like well when's the next time it'll be off and she said something like thursday and i was like all righty all righty uh a lot of the times we fire it up and let her burn out during the day and then fire it back up when the time starts going down in the evening. But uh, cloudy and not getting out of the 40s means Brian and Corey keep the wood stove going during the day. So go get some firewood, uh, hack that up with the chainsaw, split it up, and away we go. Other than that, just working more on these Amazon affiliate videos and uh, and getting that Fiverr, those Fiverr links out there. Hanging laundry, it'll probably be an hour or two, and I'll get those links in the Telegram chat and get the video notes updated uh, for you for um, the uh, the grinder, the coin kite, and uh, that flashlight is already in there. So, hey guys, I appreciate everyone listening. Um, K-Bonk asked if that little stove is a gasifier. It is, um, 
it it has a reburn in the top. It does have a reburn in the top. So yes, ish, kind of. Yeah. Jim wants to talk rocket mass heaters in an RV. Maybe at some point, maybe at some point. Anyway, guys, I appreciate you listening. This is uh this is a decent, decent crowd we had in here. Be sure you share it. If you guys, uh, if you guys would like to participate, if you're listening on the audio and you'd like, like to participate in the live comments, you can always join me in the live recording Monday through Friday at 6 a.m. Central on YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, and Twitter. If you enjoyed the show, please consider sharing it with others. You can find links to all my social media services I offer and recommended products and companies I'm affiliated with at thelotsproject.com. Be sure to listen on one of your favorite podcasts, 2.0 Value for Value podcast players like Podverse or Fountain.fm or find me on Wavelake now. Make it a great day, guys, and we will catch up with you tomorrow. I can see the light.